This Mass is offered for all parishioners. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I was very struck by um, a hymn, the hymn for Matins this morning, uh, in which uh, the church sings uh, as follows. The angels tremble as they see the change in man's destiny. Flesh had sinned. Flesh washes away that sin. And God made flesh reigns as God. It speaks to us about our dignity and about the wonderful paradox that the Christian uh, doctrine gives us that what was, um, whereas, whereas flesh sinned, now flesh actually redeems uh, and flesh uh, reigns in heaven. It speaks wonders about um, our, our dignity as human beings made in the image and likeness of God, the dignity of our human nature, which we should uh, value uh, uh, immensely, um, and also the wonderful work of redemption uh, that our Lord carried out um, uh, in, his, in his love for us. The, these 40 days of Easter um, have come to an end today, and these 40 days we, we heard in the readings that our Lord came and uh, spoke with his disciples, convincing them of his resurrection by many uh, arguments, much reasoning. So it was a kind of time of, of intense instruction for them uh, um, before he would leave them uh, and, that he, and before he would charge them with spreading the gospel uh, to the whole world. He explained to them about the kingdom of God. And yet they still asked, will the kingdom be restored to Israel? They were still thinking in political terms, uh, possibly, in human terms at least. And our Lord simply says, well, it's not for you to know the times. But uh, the Holy Spirit would come upon them, and then they would understand what the kingdom was truly about, and they would be given such power uh, to proclaim uh, that kingdom. The apostles were sad, no doubt, to see our Lord rise to heaven, but they had great joy also in rejoicing at the presence of human nature being lifted up and exalted above the dignity of all the heavenly creation. We will dwell on this again on Sunday when we celebrate the Feast of the Ascension uh, transferred. Um, but today I, I thought, um, as well as reminding you of the joy that we should have uh, today uh, on this Feast of the Ascension, so let's celebrate today. Don't wait for Sunday. Uh, this is the feast. Uh, and find some way of celebrating today. You know, it's a day of work uh, for most of us, um, and yet it sh there should be some, some uh, real joy today, some deliberate effort to celebrate, whether that's in prayer, whether it's with food, whether, we, whether it's with some drink, some treat, whatever it is, it can be all of those things um, uh, that we, we celebrate uh, this feast today. Um, but you will have noticed that after the gospel, in this uh, traditional liturgy, the paschal candle is extinguished. And Don Prosper Guerringer, in his uh, amazing work, The Liturgical Year, uh, speaks about this. This expressive rite tells us of the widowhood of Holy Mother Church, and that we, when we would contemplate our beloved Lord, must turn our hearts to heaven 
for it is there that he is to be seen. Alas, how short was his stay here below, and how quickly the time passed. How many ages have gone by, and how many must still come over this poor earth of ours before she can again behold his face. The church languishes after him in this dreary exile of the Vale of Tears, taking care of us, the children her Jesus has given her by his Holy Spirit. She feels his absence, and if we are Christians, we shall feel it too. Oh, when will the day come whereon, reunited to our bodies, we shall be taken up in the clouds to meet Christ and be with our Lord forever? Then, and then only, shall we have attained the end for which we were created. All the mysteries of the Word incarnate were to close with his ascension. All the graces we receive are to end with ours. This world is but a figure that passeth away, and we are hastening through it to rejoin our divine leader. In him are our life and our happiness. It is vain to seek them elsewhere. Whatever brings us nearer to Jesus is good. Whatever alienates us from him is evil. The mystery of the ascension is the last ray of light given to us by our Creator, whereby he shows us the path to our heavenly country. If our heart is seeking as Jesus and longs to come to him, it is alive with the true life. If its energies are spent upon created things and it feels no attraction for its Lord, it is dead. Let us therefore lift up our eyes, as did the disciples, and follow and desire him who this day ascends to heaven and prepares a place there for each of his faithful servants. Sursum corda, hearts on heaven. It is the parting word of our brethren who accompany the divine conqueror in his ascension. It is the hymn wherewith the angels, coming down to meet their king, invite us to ascend and fill up the vacant thrones. Sursum corda, lift up your hearts. Farewell, dear Paschal Torch. Thou hast gladdened us with thy lovely flame. Thou hast sweetly spoken to us of Jesus, our light in the darkness of our pilgrimage. And now thou leavest us, telling us that he is no longer to be seen here below, and that we must follow him to heaven if we would again behold him. Farewell, loved symbol made by the hand of our mother, the Church, that thou mightest speak to our hearts. The impressions excited within us as we looked upon thee during this holy season of Easter shall not be forgotten. Thou wast the herald of our Pasch. Thy leaving reminds us that the glad time is drawing to its close. Of course, tomorrow you will see it lit because we'll be back in the Nova Sordo when the candle is lit uh, through Pentecost Sunday. But... Uh, that's, that was a change made in the reform of the liturgy. Um, but we have this opportunity of having, delighting that beautiful, beautiful reflection of Don Prosper Guerenje. Sursum corda, that our hearts be raised uh, to heaven. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.